Yeah. Here we are. We are here. We're back. We're back. We're we're back from an actual, like, break. Like, a full break. Oh, yeah. Time-wise, we are... We haven't recorded in six weeks or something? More? The last time we recorded was right before I left in March, so I think March 20th, and it is, today is okay. May, May 2nd. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's about six weeks. It's been a, well, we, we already did this joke, even though you haven't heard it, but um, I always like to do, it's been a long time, we shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step right. to. Right, right, Try again, Timbaland, you know. <laughs> 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 I mean, back in the day when you could tell who made a beat without that person being in the title of the song. So, like, a Timbaland beat, you know, is Tim. Uh-huh. Uh, a Neptunes or a Pharrell beat, you okay. know, is you know right. that. Right. But now, if you... What, I think, what is it, Marshmallow? It's like that person is in the, ti- is in the title of the song, cause it'll, so it'll be, like, Marshmallow featuring the singer. I don't even know Marshmallow is. Marshmallow is a producer. Okay. So the producer, I forget who started it. Um, whoever Taylor Swift dated, I think Taylor Swift and Ellie Goulding dated a producer. Okay. And when he came out, it was the first time a producer put their, put themselves as like the, as the person who made the song and then the singer was the feature. Right. And we're like, who's this? what who's this person like they're right. not but like they were like i want you to know my what my name is you yeah, know yeah that's so now, significant doctor you know what's his name wizard of oz stepped out from behind the curtain right <laughs> and he wasn't like a cranky old man it's, it's a cool dude yeah it's a cool dude or whoever you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so uh but maybe yeah. he's cranky i don't know no well how, how, how often do trains go by where we're gonna have to just sit here and wait for the train because well, we're definitely it's definitely going to be picked up by that's the true that's true now, yeah. now that i'm editing and i realize that mm-hmm. i'm just like crap mm-hmm. yeah i know <laughs> the only chance we have is to uh record on sundays oh. so that'll be less you know what i mean generally less but how how like five minutes ten minutes what, um, what can we expect probably probably 10 minutes it would change to 10 instead of five i mean right now it's like mondays it can be like every three. Oh my god because it's like going in both directions and there's the b and the q and the mic is right next to the window now because the setup in here has changed well i mean yeah i guess like the 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 couch was always there but like this one but, was on the other side yeah the mic was on the other side of the table and I, just a little bit further away, I think, from the window. I think this yeah. is, like, directionally, it's, like, right here. Right, right. I mean, well, again, we could change the way you sit, but you wanted to sit on that side. I have, yeah. well, <laughs> I guess if... It was like we moved it to here specifically Yeah, I didn't realize that there was there was going to be an issue with this dampening. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll listen to the recordings and I'll let you know how loud the train is. Sure, <laughs> and sure. I'm just yeah. a little bit worried, but I do have to sit on the at the edge of the couches, yeah. um, because right. I have to support my shoulders. Well, we have space. We can slide the whole couch over, and you can still sit there. We'll actually move it down and keep it exactly the same space. You know what? Well, but then that... Well, no, I guess that yeah. that one can stay there. That one can stay here. This box will just slide down on the table. Let's, let's record the first hour this way, okay. and then we'll slide it, and then I'll let you know if great. it even makes we'll use any it as difference a, at sure, all. Sure, sure, why Because if it doesn't, then, I might, then we might as well just do this. It might actually. You know, it might see, actually. Because if it's, it's turned up high enough, and it's trying to catch you and everything up until you, it might be catching something a little behind you and... Yeah. You know, a little to the side, a little to the left. It's directional. <laughs> Thirty degrees. It's directional. Thirty degrees starboard. Right. Right. Ten sure. degrees. Okay. Aft. I remember, oh, I don't know what that. I don't means. know. There's four and aft. Mm, what is that for boats or what I'm is? Pretty sure. It? No. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, there's aft. I I do remember. Bow and stern. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. That's okay. like not directions. That's just yeah. places. I know knots is something that happens on the water. Knots? Knots happen. <laughs> I, re- I remember... Commercial for water. I remember knots. something about planes where there's pit, pitch. Pitch, I believe, um, is... Sorry about the noise. Yeah, I'm just like, dude... <laughs> I, just, you... I just thought it was not... I didn't think the table was as close. <laughs> I misjudged the table. The audience can't see, but I, I'll leave in that noise so they know what we're talking well, about. Well, yeah, we, I, I, I didn't mean to wait so long before addressing it either. <laughs> for like seven seconds. A full seven seconds. I could feel the tension building in your delivery. No, it was just... She like, did like a little glance. Like, I did, because as I was talking, he put, he accidentally put the glass down really hard on the table. I don't know about really hard, but just really I mean, hard for recording. For recording. it's You're like, right. you'll definitely hear it. And right. I and my eyes darted to it. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't trying to do that but right. I was thinking as the editor I'm like crap I'm gonna have to cut that out <laughs> but now that we're talking about it I clearly can't cut it out otherwise people are not are right. not gonna know what we're talking about right. yeah but, but it, we brought it up and that's that's how transparency works exactly so um, and you have to leave it in. we're not doing we're not doing video yet we tried and we um failed at it well, we didn't fail at it. it's just like the <laughs> process of, of, of actually combining the two things you know but uh but uh, once you know I have an actual modern computer um, with some more space on it and figure out how to handle all that. I can get into it. You can't use... I mean, we could still use... What no, I was t- looking up my whatever model of this thing because I inherited it from a friend of mine. I bought it off of him. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it just has limited space. And the, the thing you would need to buy to basically expand its level of space on a major level is, you know, 60% almost of like a new computer cost. Oh, I was talking about that camera that you borrowed from a friend. Yeah. You you didn't you didn't get another big S, a bigger SD card for that. It's, you can I can accumulate all the video I want. It's about having the computer space to edit it, like the program on the computer that takes the space to do the work, and then also like you know yeah sit there and learn how to video edit because I only know how to audio edit. You know I you know what I would think I okay so it's not that I want to take on way more than I already do, but if you wanted me to to do to do the video editing I can't guarantee it's going to be anything more than than honestly the same as a live stream with minimal editing yeah we, I think that's we, fine we could do that right um and I, jazz man one take <laughs> yep <laughs> just gonna improvise the whole time right like I I, I well, can I can temporarily at least or, or on a yeah. on a trial basis take that on and see how, okay. and see how it feels and I'd how it fits into it. the schedule i would completely trust you to do what you think makes sense and i you know i'm sure it'll work out i i don't you know what i mean like yeah. i don't have anything more to to contribute that would be better than that okay like, in any way all i would need from you is the is the actual like space the, right. the huge sd card or whatever for us oh god and you'd have to have enough space to do the entire days worth of recording right oh actually no i wouldn't have to have any space we would just record uh we would have multiple memory cards you know for the camera we'd get our own memory cards or whatever it was okay and maybe there's one we can get and just like a big one we can use and transfer it yeah and then we just have to worry about the battery of the camera right that okay yeah this is just breakdown of podcasting (laughs) for everyone video casting um but yeah i was actually talking before i had to fix the, the the blanket the sound blanket, which is a moving blanket appropriated for sound, mm. um, about bringing in the giant acoustic panel the day that we had to do that. So I'm bringing this panel in, and it's my me and two women, and this just happened to be on Juneteenth. Oh, and wait, were these women black? <clears throat> well, no, one is, and the other one is not. Okay. Um, and but that was oddly enough, all three of us were on the other side. 
uh, on the on the on the white side of this, in a manner of speaking. <laughs> okay, <laughs> explain. So there's a guy on the block who sees basically me and two women moving this giant thing, and he just wants to help. Okay. And it's kind of a cross between promoting himself as a business and flirting, and uh-huh. like everything put together. And he's black, and he's it, you know he's talking to us the whole time over there. We're like, no, we're really we're okay, we got it. And he's like, no, no man, you got it, you got it. Not we can't do that. We got it. I got to be here for this. You know what I mean? And so walks all the way, all the way, two and a half blocks to my building. And when we get inside, there's two black women that are uh, on their way out. And then just one of them looks at us and sees him f- putting all this effort, and they just they just looked at us and they were like, "I know you better be paying him for that shit." <laughs> this is Juneteenth. We're not fucking around. And I was like, "We didn't even want him." Yeah. <laughs> the slave just came onto my property and started tending to my crops. It's not my fault. Exactly. I didn't do it. That was my problem he, that day. He insisted on it. <laughs> it. It was him the whole time. And I was like, "This isn't even." <laughs> This is like, you know what I mean? I was trying, I basically found some way, I don't even know what I said to communicate, that this was also a man um, entering into two women's moment. Mm -hmm. Really, I was just tangentially there. Yeah. So, and I was trying to help them figure that out. Yeah. (laughs) You're trying to manage the situation, trying to manage the work that the workers were doing. They left soon after. They left soon after. (laughs) Of their own accord. I was not holding them there. Seemed like it. Seemed like, yeah, I was holding a giant piece of uh, acoustic equipment. (laughs) I had shit to hold. Anyway, though, yeah, that's uh, the story of getting the acoustic panels in here. I never knew that's what they were. I was like, these are some interesting canvases. <laughs> right. Because they it's look like about, canvas. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's it's called anti-art. It's uh, <laughs> it's a space that makes you want to look at it, but for no particular reason <laughs> other than it, it exists. I think it's interesting that um, a couple, like three, the three that I'm looking at right now are um, a very chocolatey brown. Mm-hmm. And one is, is a pretty ca- canvas looking beige. It's uh, their tiramisu color. Tiramisu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mm, okay Mm. all right i love tiramisu i i i like tiramisu as well i don't know if i love it but i like it you know but uh, i love the colors you sure do i love coffee and coffee and cream we've learned (laughs) (laughs) we've heard a lot about that Uh, yeah oh man yeah well where should we start what's what are we covering today a lot has happened lot in has the happened. six weeks that we've been apart. Right. Ironically, we started to do longer sessions in the weeks before I left town because we wanted to have enough material right. to last until I got back in town. And the plan was for us to record as soon as I got back in town. That didn't happen. Right, right. And it just so happens that today, I just decided Tuesdays are upload day. Mm-hmm. And luckily, uh, in the in the program that I use, you can backdate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. no, no matter when I actually upload, I can say it was on the day it was supposed to be. Sure. So today is is actually the last um, recording we have. That's the, that's supposed to go up today. So like we're out of material. Like so, oh, that's so, great. Well, uh, <laughs> as the editor, just barely made it. <laughs> just barely made it. Yeah, as the editor. Well, I'm saying that like with the intention of creating another another you know five or six hours or whatever today, meaning that I hope that we have more material to create and we can get back together and do another one like in three weeks instead of six. Yeah, that would be nice. Or or two two or three weeks. Yeah, I don't no. think two would happen. No two. I don't think okay, so. Three weeks. Just seeing how this last week went and what's going on right now and kicking into summer. And the new job starting. Like, I basically have have two jobs now, and then I 
put the notice in for one so that I can start the training at the new one, which is the third, mm-hmm. technically. So I'm just leaving the first and adding a new second. Okay. You know, this after this weekend. Okay. And then in two more weeks after that, I'll quit the other one and just be working in one spot. Okay. So I know there's going to be enough to, to take care of yeah. in the beginning. Interesting. Yeah. I'll be booking events there as well, too, in the back room, which is like, uh, you know, instruments and comedy shows and music shows and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to become that guy that people are like, hey, I hear you have the space to yeah. do things exactly. with. Exactly. And, yeah. we, and we had talked kind of just offhand because every time I come over, you, I, I try to bring... Um, produce and, and fruit and all kinds of stuff so we can make different kinds of cocktails while right, we're here and right, test right, them out. True. Yeah. And we were talking just generally about like, you know, it'd be super cool yep. to do like a, to do like a cocktail event where we teach people how, we like, as if I'm going to teach anyone anything where sure. I would be there and looking pretty and you would be teaching sure, people yeah, yeah, that's fine. in, in, in a I can look pretty people. and teach. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> she says that from no experience at all. <laughs> You could teach people how to make cocktails and make it an event, maybe make it a singles event, maybe it doesn't matter, a couples mm-hmm. event, who cares, you know, it's like, kind of like a mixer. Well, I'm not going to be, I don't think I'm going to be booking any singles event in my space. It doesn't sound that fun to me. To, <laughs> to teach singles? How to to have that? a singles event. I'm talking about comedy shows and music shows and stuff oh, like that. Oh, okay, Just yeah. like, you know, performers and maybe something theatrical. Ooh. You know, it could be someone doing their own show, you know, one person show or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, anything. Yeah. But like in terms of, I'm not trying to, you know, do no speed dating shit and have people fucking have all that tension brought into my space. You don't, <laughs> wait, wait, you don't think that you could get any kind of uh, content out of that? It would be too much uh, negative energy for the content <laughs> to actually run that. Like I could walk by one. <laughs> <laughs> Just go to someone else's if I wanted the content. Okay. I think I, I haven't, not to say all of them, but I have not found a reason to enjoy that idea yet. Okay, so no, no single stuff, just right. just generally speaking, potentially, just, potentially an event. Yeah, it feels like something about singles events. It feels like bingo for young people, like 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 you're doing old person shit at a young age. Just go out and try to, you know, speak to people. <laughs> you can't see because we're not doing video, but my face is grimacing pretty hard, right? Yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there like a safe spaceness that comes from like singles events that doesn't exist out there for you know women for other you know people that are not me? Safe space, safe <laughs> space. Um, I think perhaps the safety is that you probably at a singles event you probably don't have to ask the person you're you're talking to or interested in if they're single sure um generally speaking people who i mean like someone who's gonna cheat is gonna cheat right but like i think i think it's less likely for someone who has a relationship uh to go specifically to a singles event to pick somebody up it's not not that it's not gonna happen but it's less likely to happen. smart choice though for all the people out there trying yeah yeah just like yeah just honey i'll be back later let me (laughs) put a singles event with that yeah right and hang out with the boys yeah yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's weird because, um, this whole talking, I, I'm not sure what mm. this is that you're talking about, but this whole, meeting like, people in meeting public. people and talking to yeah. people, I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very new concept. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. It's not but, like how we met in the bar, it was just through talking. No, of course not. Well, we, that's not even fair because, you know, we were basically 
walked into each other by the third party. We were brought together specifically yeah. by another person. Mm-hmm. Like that was that's right. how that happened. Right. We didn't we yeah, you didn't come up to me to myself and my friend right. at the time and be like, Hey ladies, <laughs> yeah. what's going on with that's you? That's right, that's right. It was just like we were in the same space and someone was like, You guys should talk to each other. Yeah. You know, so I guess that's maybe that's the whole thing. It's like, you know, maybe you can meet in public, you just need a referee. Right. To walk around. Right. Like a professional third wheel mm-hmm. who knows how to disengage and roll away. Right. What what is it called? <laughs> a when a wing wingman or a wingwoman? Yeah. Like a professional wingman. A wing they. A wing they. Oh, oh god. Sorry. <laughs> a wing non binary. Yeah. A wing yeah. a wing person. Wing person. That's what, what wing, we're looking it for. It would just a be wing, wing person. person. I didn't mean to go that far. You should, I think you did. <laughs> I think you said it. Just they can also sound funny in many certain circumstances. Thing. You know. Um. Yeah. In, yeah. But yeah. uh. But yeah. No. It's it's weird. I a long 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 time ago. I started I started um creating my own questionnaire that I. Never planned to show anybody in particular, but um, basically it kind of outlines the stuff that's important to me, and you answer in whatever way you answer, and there's sure. there are certain points associated with certain answers, right? Okay. And I kept, I just kept adding to it, and I was like, wow, there's a lot of stuff that goes into figuring out some who someone is and if you're compatible, mm-hmm. and it got to 300 questions wow. and I went through it, and I was like, okay, I need to pare this down, mm-hmm. and I and I was like, nope, every question is important. Wow. So I start. I, this was a long time ago. So I, at the time, I had a therapist, and yeah. she, I told her about it, and she was like, "Georgia, how would you feel if someone presented you with three hundred questions?" Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "I would love it." I think you'd be excited if I yeah. don't have to actually talk to you to figure out if we're compatible or right. not. Right. Please give me a questionnaire and let me fill it out. Well, I can tell you that I actually did that once. Mm-hmm. There was, uh, uh, of course, it was OK Cupid. It was just some of the funniest shit that I've ever seen. This woman was basically like. You know, I really try to keep things simple. Just fill out the questionnaire and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was looking at the photos and I was like, yeah, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see what the fuck happens. Mm-hmm. And so I filled this questionnaire out. And then at the end, um, there were like two things. There was like the questionnaire and then there was like figuring out your love languages or something. I was like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't, I had to do it once just to go through the process. Right. In the same way, like you're talking about, like I would not run a singles event for material, but I did do this mm-hmm. one time mm-hmm. to just like, what, what does the real human who provides a questionnaire, what does that questionnaire sound like? What do they sound like? Mm-hmm. And when I finished it, uh, she said, great. Now, uh, present me with your idea for the first date and it was like more to do I was like oh, oh hell no <laughs> interesting I thought you were keeping things simple this is just the same shit but you you limited your audience by making people work harder to get to a certain place which I understand that mm-hmm. you know intention it just didn't sound at all like that when uh, upon beginning yeah I wouldn't I would like once someone fills out a 300 word questionnaire I'm not gonna go okay and now there's another questionnaire for you I would go yeah. like if you did that right to me that's enough right now I'm not I'm not gonna you know think about the best possible date that's gonna make you happy and it's like almost the opposite of what it should be in the beginning now it's like all right what are we doing am I gonna be like uh, come over to your apartment and like fix the pool or mm. you like have a drink or something like that and mm. then because uh, I don't even really mind labor that's fine you know I'll put some work in around the house and then we can have some crazy sex or something <laughs> you, you both missed the point of the questionnaire completely, both of you. That was the point of it for me. I was yeah. like, remove some of the, uh, you know, whatever, get on the same page through, I guess, a, a form of, uh, of 
limiting your crowd like that, but I think the question or idea is just so ridiculous. No, no, it depends on, it's not, to me, it's not ridiculous. It depends on the questions you're asking. Because you can ask completely pointless questions that you think have a point. Of course, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the person who's come up with the careful questions. There's always going to be someone out there who figures out how to outsmart them and just figure out what to do. And put the right answers. Yeah. Yeah. There's always going to be that person. And so I feel like it doesn't give you the safety eventually that you're looking for or even the, the reassurance. I think that there are questions that can weed that out, though. You know what I, I mean? I, yeah, I, I, I disagree. Yeah. You disagree? I do. I, th- I, think, I think unless you're in the Mossad. You what? Know, what? In the Mossad, like the Israeli Secret Service. You know? Why? You said that as if I should know what It's you're a thing that people about. know. A lot of people do know the name Mossad. Okay. A lot of people know. It's like, yeah. But I just mean like if you if you have like spy background, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. You can do a questionnaire that'll get most people out. But I don't. And to be fair to women... And especially to black women, I think most black women I know are basically, they could jump into a detective role with ease at any moment, just from the nature of being that. As a black woman who dates so, white men, I have to do that I get you. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I still think, in my mind, it still seems like an over, a, a, an inflated level of confidence in your own ability to, to provide that. And as, okay. Because you're dealing with your own dating. Oh, like, of course. Yeah. So so just just to, to remind people, actually, I'm not sure if we, if we said said this on the podcast yet, but we talk about this frequently when I when I come in before we start recording. I come from a place where I generally trust people to be able to know themselves enough to tell me who they are, and I think you're a little bit more skeptical mm. about someone's ability to self-analyze and, the, and therefore to let other people know who they think they are, who they see themselves as. Well, yeah, the more I get to know the person, the more confident I could become okay. and I think that person's ability to describe themselves accurately. Well, from what I remember, you married someone who you, who I think you kind of allude to in that time still didn't know, like themselves. I didn't themselves. know. I thought I, oh, well, I mean, you know, we both, I thought I knew her and I thought I knew myself and she, I can't speak for her, you know, in that way, but she did not turn out to, I guess, be the person I thought she was going to be. Right. I also had a hand in that myself because we were in a relationship, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Like, I, I, I just mean, like, um, I also was 28. Like, I would even have more confidence in myself as I get older to to um, to judge for myself how self-aware someone else is. Right, right, yes. Yes, you know? that's, that's, that's what I'm trying to get to, yeah. is, is your ability to, to tell if someone else is self-aware. <laughs> yeah, it's a really weird... <laughs> it's a really weird this is double mirror kind thing, of thing happening. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Very deep. This is I feel the, like I'm looking at a, a set of hallway mirrors that just go on forever. Right. Yeah. And they're, and they're not flat mirrors, they're funhouse mirrors, because right. nobody, nobody can completely know themselves inside... And also, nobody can completely know somebody else. Right. You know what I mean? Because we're right. all in our own universe. So well, we're... Yeah, yeah. We're all seeing, like, kaleidoscope. <laughs> we all, yeah, well, it gets a little heavy when you're, like, trying to just use the language to describe the thought. And yeah. then the language itself makes it sound confusing. Right. But it, but it also is confusing. It is. But that's what... There's a good example from this week that happened where my friend is talking about how she and her boyfriend are probably breaking up. And, you know, I mean, they're broken up right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know, at one point she told a part of the story, and I don't even remember, I think it was before she got to the next segment, and the part of the story was something that he had said to her that she did, and I was like, but you don't do that. Like, I, it was something like she had caused a problem by engaging in a situation, mm-hmm. and he was claiming that she just came there to, to, to argue. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, I know you. You don't do that. Like I Was that accurate? Though? I said that. Yeah. I can't even say if it is. I can tell you that I am 100% confident that it is. Oh, That's all okay. I can tell you. Okay. I can't speak fact, but right. I'm saying from everything I know about this person and the circumstance, mm-hmm. she does not do that. Mm-hmm. And um, not only that, when she speaks about rights and wrongs and, and what happened and how it went, about facts, when she speaks about moments that happened... I've never seen her inflate a detail. Mm-hmm. I've never seen her undersell something unless it was just for the purpose of not starting shit in the room. Yeah. And that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I've, and I mean never. Right. She's committed to telling the truth. So I was like, that's just fucking nonsense. So I, I'm comp. That's a moment where I have reached a point in my life to, to feel like I can certify this. Uh, not for anybody else, but for myself. For you, yeah. You know? Question. Do you do you see the things that I say in a similar vein, or do you not think you know me well enough to feel like That's you know that about me? I think that I would agree on that. I mean, I don't know because, you know, everybody's really different, and they have different... You can be equally as honest without having um, the same type of outward focus on it. Like, let's say, for example, what I said about her was she's committed to the truth. Mm-hmm. She's She will never uh, exaggerate um, uh, anything like that. And I've known her since probably about uh, 2017, 2016, maybe. That's when I came to New York. Wow. Interesting. I got you. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So that... That's when I came back home and when you met her. Oh. <laughs> oh I'm, just making con- I'm just making connections. Yeah, some witchcraft really shit matter. just happened. I don't know what it was. It went right over my head. There are no coincidences. It's just like the time means the ta- everything. Timing means. <laughs> and, it's been, and the last three years have been 13 years. Well. And in, four, and in another year, we're going to have a, we're going to have a. Biden rematch is going to be just like it was four years ago. It's gonna. It's like everything right, is right. everything is there. They'll both but, be on a keto diet and they'll be fine somehow or something no, until both, they just die instantly. They'll both have dementia. Sorry. They'll both have dementia. Yeah, yeah. That'll be even crazier debate than last time. I think so. Yeah. One yeah. of them will have an ankle monitor on. Oh my God. <laughs> SNL will go crazy. Uh, but uh, so so back to back to your friend too, because because right. the interesting thing is the way you, the way you talk about people. Yeah generally is um either very neutral or sometimes negative at least when mm. it comes to self self analysis <laughs> i just think you're I'm so rarely in- impressed well <laughs> i think i think you just you just um have learned over time that that you just don't trust generally speaking i think for you and correct me if i'm wrong what i've gotten from you in the past years you don't trust people you don't trust them <laughs> I, that's how, that's that's my interpretation you don't trust people to know themselves you don't trust people to accurately describe themselves to you. You don't trust people to to do that inner work that would be necessary for you to believe their version of who they are. Okay, um, but but it sounds like this this woman, right? You trust her. Yeah. Well, what I'm I think what you're not wrong. Okay. <laughs> but it's just that the the way you you've said it in my mind would create an image if I were listening to this that it's just um, like the percentage is just a little higher. Than it actually is. Like I okay. do love many people that I've met in my life along yeah. the way, yeah. and that's because I've felt comfortable enough around them to have long conversations and longer relationships. Mm-hmm. And the only way I've been able to do that is by trusting that they are self-aware, and that I am. You know what I mean? That that trust in the way that they handle me as a friend, and that we grow together over the time period that we spent together. Okay. I say it in that way, which kind of sounds almost like medical, like because I moved so many times. Mm. So it's like, for example, there were, it may, it's a lot less common for me than it may be for some of my friends in New York, um, here to have uh, a friend since they were six. 
oh, or yeah, 10 yeah. Yeah. or even 15 or 20 I've had two of around. Those. Yeah. Like I have a friend coming to visit this month who I've known since I was 19. Okay. And that's kind of uh, unusual. That's extremely unusual that I have someone like that around. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, just because of that, it was a different kind of process. And maybe that's what led me to develop some some of my, I guess, strict trusting rules or whatever on, on how to uh, analyze someone and their ability to be straightforward because the combination of maybe living where I live with the shit-talking community that's around me and uh, doing stand-up, which kind of leads you to spot bullshit mm-hmm. in a very direct, immediate way, mm-hmm. also being uh, half-Israeli, which uh, is a, a, te- a very uh, strong attempt at bullshit cancellation, just like that cultural energy, mm-hmm. also very shit-talky and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And so those qualities, and then like kind of having my own life that is a cut-and-paste version of every place that I grew up, meant that I did have to figure out how to... I chose how to act like an adult by mixing lessons I got from five different places. Okay. And none of them were continuous, except for my own mother and father. Mm. Pretty much. Okay. Until, and then later on in life, you know, I started to get, develop relationships with my family more. That's, that's so interesting. (laughs) Yeah, like I, I I was, I was on stage, I caught myself a cut and paste human being. You know, like I just kind of put this together by what I saw. Yeah. In pieces. So. Yeah. It's, that's, that's interesting. Um, there are two people in my life, and I talked about both of them previously, who I who are my oldest friends, an oldest female friend from 15, mm. a young, an oldest male friend from 13. Yeah. Um, and I really held on to that similarly because I, I moved from New York to Florida, and then I had to move back to New York. So I have these, I only have two, I don't have five places where I grew up, but I have two places that really like helped me form who I was. Yeah. And it, 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 it provided comfort. To, to know that there were two people who I could still talk to and get along with and somehow we found our way back to each other mm-hmm. because I was that person who just kind of hopped from group to group and I never really had like a, this is, this is my, this is my clan. Right. You know, it was just like, sure. I was, I was very, I was like a lone wolf and I would go to this group. I hung out with the comedy people and mm-hmm. then I hung out with the, with the hip hop people and hung out mm-hmm. with the poetry people. But oh, I wasn't. I did that too. Like yeah. Different, like different groups. groups and stuff. Yeah. Um, but then like, I was like, yeah, my, my oldest female friend since we were 15 and we still vibe and we still get along. How cool is that? And then last year happened and you know, we don't really have a relationship anymore. That's who you're talking about. That's what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, got you. Yeah. And then yeah. similarly with the, with the guy that I even knew before that, um, who, even when we were when we, when we first met at like thirteen and fourteen, we were we would talk about politics. He's an immigrant. He's uh-huh. he's top five, but not top ten, top fifteen because he's an immigrant from Poland. That uh-huh. guy, um, we and then he somehow got in the, in like the ten or fifteen years that we didn't talk to each other, he got like red pilled, and he's kind of libertarian now, and he doesn't vote. Red and it's, yeah. yeah, that's what that's a, yeah. And the, the interesting thing about that yeah. is that the the right stole red pill. But isn't isn't Red Pill like it's from the Matrix, right? And right. those and those two. Um, the Red Pill in that case is going down the rabbit hole. Is it going right? to? You isn't take, the blue you, pill? You take the and blue pill. You wake up. Wake and, up and you don't remember. You don't, yeah, and the yeah. red pill. You see how far the rabbit hole goes. I think that's what it was. I want to say that is that is how it goes. If right. it is the opposite, we we're sorry. We forgot. We're you know. Yeah. Just but they still they took I'm it. I'm not sorry. I mean <laughs> no, I, I no, am sorry, because sorry. like I mean how revolutionary was that original movie? Yeah. And then the two pe- the two people who made it are trans women. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, the Wachowski I'm, brothers, quote yeah. unquote, are not the Wachowski brothers anymore. First. 
Um, one transition, so wow. then they were the Wachowskis. Yeah. They changed it to the Wachowskis, and yeah. they're both now trans. Right, And right, I don't right. actually know if they call themselves the Wachowski sisters. They might have kept just the Wachowski. Just the, yeah, yeah. The, that name that I don't want to continue saying. Wachowski! <laughs> Wachowski! No! But yeah, no, they're both, they're both <laughs> trans women. So, so the right taking red pill from these two trans women while also trying to eradicate trans people from That's the amazing. world yeah. is like and the ultimate irony. Yeah. But you don't expect anything less from the right, do yeah. you? Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. Irony is continuous. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so you got red pilled and, and it's just, it's ironic because he's part Ukrainian and part Polish and the Red Scare and Russia's yeah, exactly. Ukraine. It's a, it's right. a whole mishmash of, of irony and also terrifying. It's <laughs> layers. It's many, many Kinda layers. Kind of like a tiramisu. Yeah, it's a, almost like a tiramisu. <laughs> almost like that. <laughs> it's a red and blue tiramisu. Oh, man. Made with blue curacao Ooh. and rooibos tea. Mm. <laughs> mm. I actually know what rooibos is. Uh, yeah. Um... It's right. a medicinal. It's a medicinal tea. Um, right, but that's really that's really crazy. Yeah, yeah, it is incredibly relationship of ideas in one little moment. And and then Warner Brothers um, forced the one Wachowski because one Wachowski <laughs> left and was like, I'm not doing movies anymore. So the uh, the other one stayed, and Warner Brothers was like, We're going to reboot the Matrix. You can either be involved or not be involved. Right. And she was like, Well, I'll be involved, and I will make it a train wreck. And that's what she did. She intentionally made a bad movie. Right. So right, they right. dropped it. Okay. So it's like, I get why, but it would have been great for it to be a good movie. Oh, sure, yeah. The first one was really, really wonderful, and I remember uh, hearing something like somebody who went to see the third one, they came back and they were like, there were people groaning in the theater. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. In the middle of it. Yep. Yeah. The animation. I I saw the second one eventually, but never the third one. Never the third? Yeah. You don't need to. Yeah. You don't need to. But um, yeah. the Animatrix actually was good. That, that gets good mm. reviews. So if you do watch anything from the Matrix beyond the first movie, the Animatrix right. is actually a good story. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so she intentionally made a bad movie so Warner Brothers would drop, would drop it, and they did. And it was like, good for her. Mm-hmm. She was like, this is this is my intellectual property that you are trying to milk me for. Yeah, yeah. I will make you pay for it, and they fucking did. Right, I was like, right, good right. for you. Yeah, it's really too bad that it had the art had to suffer, but like I, I mean, I, I understand that that circumstance. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure that I would have done that. I don't know what I would have <laughs> done in that situation. I have no idea. I, I, I yeah, I, it's hard to think because it's like, well, it, it's money, right? It's money for the rest of her life because they're gonna want to keep going with the story forever. Mm-hmm. But we don't know how many million she has in the bank. She might be like, I don't need another hundred million. I already. I'm already never gonna be able to spend the hundred million I have, and that mm-hmm. that might make me go fuck that. I'm going to make yeah. a terrible movie. Right. You know? Right, right. If I you, mean, if if you was... have enough money to be like, yeah, my, the art I make can be crap. Yeah. That's a good place to live. Sure. Yeah, I'd be all right with that. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I wouldn't rather not make the crappy art, but under those circumstances, I, I might might be able to. Yeah. I don't know. what I, I really don't know what I would do. That, that's a little a little brain tickler. There right? you go. Yeah, I feel the tickle. <laughs> tickle. There it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so so it's actually interesting um, to talk about the. I always call it the meta. I think you call it the macro. I call it the meta of like mm. of like how we get to the conclusions when we when we talk about things. So when I so me bringing up your your apparent lack of trust in people's ability yeah. to self analyze, and right. you and you kind of correct me, going, I think it's a little bit more than you think it is, but 
Still, like, no. I mean, like, yeah, like, more people in my life than I do trust. Okay. But just by and large, I'm, like, coming from this place. Yeah, I yeah, am yeah. starting there. Yeah, you start, okay, that's your starting point is, is sort yeah. of distrust, then someone has to earn your trust? It's not really earning because I'm not invested in what, what, uh, what, because I don't, the whole, the thing that's also happening simultaneously is me not knowing them, which means they're not really a part of my mm. sphere of empathy yet. Like, everyone kind of oh. is. If I see something happen in public, like... You know what I mean? Of course, I feel empathy toward those moments if it's someone in trouble and, you know, whatever, arm stuck in the train or whatever kind of thing is going on or something larger. But it's more like, like yesterday, someone came into the bar that I actually know, not even a stranger, but I've known, you know, tangentially in the neighborhood for five years or something. And she, I think that she might be just kind of have some nervousness in public settings or, you know, talking to people, whatever it may be. Like social anxiety? Something like that. It's what it feels like. It's a kind of like, um, maybe it's an introvertedness, but she likes being out and I, I don't know what it is, but she, whatever it is, she, she sends, she tends to, um, solve it by talking a lot about herself. Okay. And so, and she's also sweet. Like mm-hmm. she's not like a malicious person. She's not like, you know, annoying. It's just kind of like, I get to that point where I'm sitting there where I'm just like, I, I really don't care. Mm. I really don't care. And um, it's not that I don't care about her as an entire individual. I don't have the space to get into the conversation with her that will actually allow me to feel connected to her when we talk. I don't have the space to be like, listen, when you speak, it's about something that happened to you. I don't yet understand why that's important to me. Like, this is truly how I feel, you know. The way that people bring things up, like, it's always, in my mind, a conversation to start with back and forth that are quick. Mm. And then they get longer and longer as the conversation grows. You know, hey, how are you? Fine. How are you doing? How was the weekend? And then there's a little answer for the weekend. And then the other person goes back, how was yours? And then it's like, yeah, this thing was going on. And then it's like, oh, and then it goes into by something that both people agree on has a similar level of interest overall, mm. similar amount of uh, scary moments and funny moments and, and like whatever, what it depends on what you're talking about, mm-hmm. you know? So like, I'm very focused on like that to me is a sign of like how a person handles conversation is a sign of like how much I can care mm-hmm. and pay attention to them mm-hmm. because if the conversation is handled not well, it's usually in their favor. Like it's because they are, haven't figured out yet that they're really just kind of unloading Oh, okay. More than they are connecting. Okay. And so that's kind of where I'm like, but you know, I didn't yet agree to hear this whole thing about how your dog is doing. Oh. <laughs> Before we continue, I just want to acknowledge that I'm not going to be able to edit out those sounds that the microphone is probably picking yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, so we got some construction. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't the train. I thought it was going to be the train. Somebody is using what sounds like a drill. Mm. Yeah, somebody. <laughs> In, in either above us, below us, or outside, or something. So I just want to acknowledge that that is happening. Yeah, it's hard to tell where it's coming from. Yeah, but um, in case it, in case it, it's probably gonna get picked up because these mics are pretty sensitive. We're just so indie. You know? <laughs> yeah, we live in an industrial. You can, zone, you can hear the work going on around us. <laughs> that's how hard we're working mm-hmm. right now on these couches. And that's the only work that counts—the work you can see. The internal work doesn't matter. It's or, only it's or the work you can hear, or the the see and hear. Yeah, uh, the external stuff. Right, that's the only stuff that's real. That was the metaphor for our spirits. There's <laughs> construction going on in my heart. <laughs> in my heart, there, I mean, there kind of is, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. It's proof that you have one at least. Yeah, well, hopefully, yeah. Yeah, hopefully it's not just some sort of giant uh, self-con. You yeah. never know. 
It might be. Well, you, I mean, it's, you, you know. I would know, I guess, but maybe then I wouldn't. I, I, that's kind of the, that's where it ends. Yeah. That's where philosophy ends, right? Am I here? Right. <laughs> is this real? Is this the Matrix? Is this the simulation? Right. Do they uh, have annoying trains passing by in the in the when you get into the real world and yeah. have a simulation too? I think so too. <laughs> That's also part of the Matrix, the train, the train station. Right. That's the whole. You know, it all comes full circle. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But uh, yeah, if you, if you were, I'm just gonna talk over this fucking train. Uh, I mean, that's the whole thing. That'll give you the uh, edit sample and variable. Yeah, the first hour and the second hour. Oh, we're gonna hear. Yeah, the next time you move the microphone two inches and it's like fine. Yeah, it's completely. It's like really two inches. It's like sometimes two inches is the difference between something working and not working. I don't know exactly. Um, yeah, but so I, uh, I, if you were to ask me if I think life is a simulation, and you haven't, I'm just saying if you if you if you have. <laughs> I'm just I'm using your voice to ask myself a question in right. my head that you haven't okay. actually asked. Okay, I feel asked. seen. I feel um, seen. I'm nearby. The, the answer is yes. Do I think that we this is the matrix? Do I think that this is a simulation? Yes. Oh. Um, do I think that we are some kind of spiritual AI program that's running or like a video game like The Sims that gods are playing with? Sure, okay. <laughs> I do. I, okay. I, I I I think that we are spiritual beings having a human experience that is sounds like so much fun versus, i really want to believe that versus a human versus a human <laughs> being having a, spir- a spiritual experience oh my god that's just so that just sounds either even more cruel uh, to yeah, me yeah like the uh, the the thing that makes this most sense to me is that this is exactly what life is and the only reason we can't see more is because our brains can't process more information that is constantly whirling around us. Yes, I believe in the multiple dimensions. Yeah. There's infinite dimensions. There's infinite timelines. And yeah. yes, and that's what drive really is what drives people crazy. Because a lot of like quote unquote crazy people will say like, yeah, this isn't real. This is yeah. this is bubble. This is right. there's a different timeline and there's a different me and I can right. I can shift between the timelines and then your brain just explodes. Yeah, <laughs> and you end yeah. Up institutionalized. And our brain should explode. <laughs> Like, you know, in, in hopefully in ways that our brains can handle, but that that's a, a, a form of learning. A microdose of... Like, mi- microdose of explosion. <laughs> yeah, microdose yeah. of reality. <laughs> right. Like, oh my God, yeah. But I think there is, a, a, I don't know if it's right to say a violence, but I think a violence to learning in, in a certain uh, sense. And I'm really getting uh, philosophical here. Yeah, yeah, explain. But like when you don't understand something, mm-hmm. you know, and the the time period emotionally that you spend going through the thing that you don't understand and is is not necessarily violent yet it's more strained i guess if anything where it's like you know you're in a struggle of a kind mm. and then the moment that this this thing happens where you realize i think there is a violence to that moment mm. to to the actual act of your understanding breaking apart mm. and allowing something new in that's what I think it is. I think that's probably how, how teaching really works. Mm. You know? Interesting. So, I, like I, say, I don't know if it's violence is the right word, but it's it's a fracturing of some kind or um, a breaking. Yeah. And then replacing and, you know. Reconfiguring. and Replanting. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We were talking earlier. So that. <laughs> we, were talk- we were talking earlier about your about uh, one of your relatives who I guess is resistant to that happening. They found a therapist who doesn't yes. do that. You're so hilarious. One of my relatives. I don't know. Yeah, if you yeah. Want to no, say you're, who right. It is. you're right. You're right. You're right. Let's just. It's kinder not to. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah I'll let you decide. If I'm you just want not to. used to it. <laughs> to people saying one of your relatives. Yeah, like just in terms of like we're just like and you know it makes sense though. It makes sense though to 
to just be kind. You you can you can tell you can tell the audience. I just don't want to be the person responsible for it if you're not comfortable. I just, that's why I was trying to do. It's that. honestly not a discomfort at all. Okay. It's more like I think that there is something that I don't understand yet about the consequence oh, okay. of revealing it because yeah. it truly does not seem to matter to me at all. Okay. And partly because. Maybe because there was such a level of, uh, that was actually part of the issues with, with them was, uh, uh, the intense privacy mm. that was demanded, mm. uh, around them. And it's like, you know, don't let, you know, people into the house in certain places. Like, this is our sanctuary. This is where our bedroom is. And I was mm. like, I can understand that to a degree, but kids are always going to break the rules. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But either way, um, the, 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 yeah, what you were talking about. The way that that, that that person uses the therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just trying to remember how it was that you were connected to what you were saying before because I got distracted. Just by the... just that they, they, basically, <laughs> they basically forum shopped and then found a bad therapist who yeah. does not challenge them right. and, and lets them believe that they are always right. They are always the victim. It's always the other thing that's the problem. Right. And so none of that breaking happens. Like they're, they can keep their facade. They can keep the, their understanding of who they are, which is... To the rest of us, incredible. Not just flawed, because it's it's one thing to be flawed. We're all flawed. If you're mm-hmm. a human being, you're flawed. It's yeah. it's another thing to use those flaws to inadvertently, perhaps, but to a degree, I think, advertently, which I don't think is a word, but I'm going to use it because right. why not? Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> sure, that's the word of the episode. Yeah, advertently. Yeah. Um, to uh, to abuse and manipulate other people. Right. Right. If you're using your flaws to abuse and manipulate other people and your therapist is like, you're the good guy, right. you're never going to have a breakdown or a fracturing of the way you see yourself and you have to put yourself back together in a way that is healthy and helpful yeah. for yourself and others. Right. Yeah, that's a really clear way to put it, I think, because like, it makes me see it like the way that this person has chosen to put themselves together is has a sickness to it. It has, a, it has something about it that requires other people to feel pain and toxicity mm. when that person is around. And yeah. so, you're, you know, you have to fracture. You have to break apart uh, foundational elements of how you've been choosing to put yourself together. Mm-hmm. And it's the hardest thing to do. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it starts out hard. The younger you start doing it, the easier of a time you're going to have doing it multiple times. Mm-hmm. So, the, so by the time you hit 50, if it happens again, you go, oh, yeah, I've done this. I can, right. I can do it, and, like, does it hurt? A little bit, but it hurts a lot less than it did the first time. Yeah. The first time really blew me apart, you know? Right, right, but right. But if you get blown... If you get blown apart at 12 years old... <laughs> um, Verbs. Spiritually. Mm, yeah. Mm. Or, or psychologically. Right. And you've been blown apart over and over, maybe, like, every decade, let's say, every 10 years, by the time you're 42 or 52, when, mm-hmm. if and when it happens again, it's like, yeah, okay, I can handle it. Sure. It's not going, it's not, I'm not going to be out for the count and completely out of my mind for two, two whole years and walking around like a zombie. Right. I'm going to, I know how to do this. Right, right. And, you, and like you can you do saying, it again. You need practice in that exact mm-hmm. thing. Because getting older is just going to involve more moments like that. Yeah. You're going to learn more, you know? <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully you surrounded yourself by, with people who are not like this therapist who yeah. tells you you're, you're, you're great and everyone else is the problem all right. the time. Hopefully you're going to be around people who... When they see your bullshit, yeah. they go, 
honey. Yeah. I see your bullshit. Right. And like, I love you and you're great, but I just want to let you know that maybe you're not seeing this this part of who you are that is that like probably isn't healthy for you and certainly is having a negative effect on me. Yeah. Maybe maybe we could like look at this together if you can't do it on your own or I can help you. Right. But if right. you're around people who are like you're amazing, you're the the yas queen is what yeah, I call it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The yas queen because right. like there's been like a yas queen movement for the past like yeah. four years. Right. Which is like, oh my god, you're perfect and everything about you is amazing and let me look your ass every time I'm around you yeah. and it's like okay sometimes yeah. you need that when you're really 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 down and you really are lacking confidence you just need someone to just put you on a pedestal right but at some point you have to look at yourself and be like okay do I need to restructure this yeah and if you're not around people who like tell you and you're not doing it mm-hmm then being on that pedestal is just, it's the same thing. It's just like, I'm always right. It's everyone else. It's not me. Right, right. Yeah, it's not beneficial at all. And it's like just where it's exactly what my, she becomes the uh, uh, the patient in that moment, becomes what my grandmother, like, uh, uh, you know, what she called it, her entire analysis of therapy was like, so you just keep paying them every week and then they tell you when you're cured? That's brilliant. I love it. <laughs> Adorable business model. <laughs> Actually, I feel like it's the opposite. You pay them every week and you're never cured. I feel like that's... <laughs> they tell you when you're cured, meaning exactly never. that. Like they, ha- It's just either way, it's up to the, the salesperson mm. in, in her mind. It's like, that's not a doctor, that's a merchant. Mm. You know? Merchant of death. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, yeah. you know, I don't know if this is actually true, so if there's someone out there who can tell me that this is just something Americans mm. made up in their mind, but there's this... The, obviously, the the American version of healthcare is you pay the the quote unquote doctor up front, right? And who knows if you get cured or not? Sure. The, the Chinese or the Eastern model is you pay the doctor when you're cured. Mm-hmm. So it's like a doctor of Chinese medicine, you yeah. don't pay until you're better. Right, right, right. You know, makes a lot more sense to me. Yeah, honestly, um, it, it, it does. <laughs> it, it makes more sense, except that maybe there's something that will never be cured. You know what I mean? Sure. Never be yeah. Cured, so you just they, they both have them. their hiccups. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> right. But maybe we can learn from each one how to use. Right. You know the benefits of both. Right. Yeah. Like let's look at what works in every society or in every culture. Let's take what works. Right. Or take what so and spiritual and, and spiritual communities they always say take what applies and leave the rest. That, that's right. something you'll hear all the time when you if you become a crystal girl or a tarot girl or you know. <laughs> sure. I mean I do live and here. And there's, you're, they're around. You're always a girl. No matter like what gender or sex you are, like you're always a girl. So <laughs> a crystal girl. <laughs> yeah, right. Or a tarot girl. Got you. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, like take what applies and leave the rest. Yeah. You don't you don't have to be angry about stuff that doesn't apply to you or like if you're listening to someone talk about their version of spirituality and it's like, well, this the, the stuff I'm hearing is different. Okay. Yeah. Then it's not for you. Right, right, <laughs> instead right. Of, instead of trolling or being upset that, like, different people, quote-unquote, hear different things, be, just be, just focus on the stuff that, like, works. Yeah. You know? Right, right, right. Because, you know, everyone, everyone, as we said, lives sort of in their own universe. Right. Yeah. So you're... No one's the villain in their own story. Right. Well, uh, if you are unaware, self-unaware, then yes, you can never be the villain in your own story. But if you become the kind of person who's like, oh, shit, I was the villain in that story. Yeah, again, I think, was, I think, is the main thing. I right. don't mean to continue. Yeah. Yeah, no one can continue being that without actually believing that they're not the villain. I think that there are people, probably with um, antisocial personality disorder, who are, like, self-aware. Yeah. Who are like, no, 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 yes, I'm the villain in that story, and I will continue. Uh, Elon Musk, I think, knows he's the villain in his story. But mm. continues to do it anyway. I just think that inherently, 
and this is a get back to philosophical stuff, as soon as you say, I'm going to be the villain, mm -hmm. after you have that self-awareness level, like, I don't imagine that villain would even mean the same thing to you. Yes. As it means to other people. Yes. Like, uh, these other people, like, villain is just a word in a narrative. Mm -hmm. Then you start to say things like, we're not so different, you and I. <laughs> you know? like <laughs> Young Padawan. <laughs> you know, it's just all the stuff of, like, you know... Uh, whenever you're trying to, like, the, the, the line in the movie where the, the, the villain is justifying their actions because right. they're, like, right about to be killed by the person. It's like, these people tear each other apart every day. Mm -hmm. I can't believe that you're fighting for them. Mm -hmm. Join me. Mm -hmm. You know, the Joker and Batman or whatever, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, so do I, so Elon Musk, does he think he's the villain in his story? Yes, but the definition of villain is different to him because mm. in, cause he still says, like, well, being... Uh, being the villain is like actually a good thing. So like I, he's still kind of the hero in the story, but he acts like a villain. But he believes like acting like a villain, quote unquote, compared to like all the peasants that he has so much more money than, mm -hmm. is like a good thing. Yeah, I, I think I still think there's more to it than even even than that. But the fact that that it's more like sure, call me the villain, you know, with your puny human brain. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, whatever you want to call me, it's fine. I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing. Right. And I'm going to be justified in it. Yeah, of course. Because if, if you really didn't believe that you were justified in what you're doing, your actions, the knowledge of that would break you. Mm -hmm. You know, like, and if you did know, you would have to know, like, that's, that's what knowing means. Mm -hmm. Like, not just, I think, the intellectual knowledge of this is what I'm doing, but recognizing the weight of it emotionally mm -hmm. would be, I think, impossible. Mm -hmm for a person with even the level of intellectual self-awareness hmm. to know that, yeah, some people would call me a villain based on my actions, but that's just because they, you know, they kind of overhyped that word for villain anyway, <laughs> you know? Right. What even is a villain? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of great villains out there on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> we brought it back around. We brought it, you see how we do it? This, this is why day drinking is a good idea. That's right. That's right. <laughs> day I believe in it. Day smoking. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> We're not the villains in the sober story, you know. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, my, you know, in I fact, know people who would be disappointed in us, and they're not here right now. They for sure a aren't. They're um, having less fun than we are. They sure are. Whenever I bring up either of my podcasts that both have an exclamation mark in the name, which I still think is great. Yeah. Whenever I bring it up uh, and someone is like, oh, they get, they, they immediately get nervous. They're just like, oh yeah, I mean, cause, and the conversations we have, obviously when we're not recorded are amazing. And I'm like, oh my God, this would make such a great episode. Yeah. But as soon as I go, would you like want to be on an episode of the podcast? It's really chill. It's really relaxed. They're just yeah. like, <laughs> right. Got you. Yeah. And I always, and I'm always like, look, I'm never sober. You don't have to be sober either. Eat sober either. In yeah. fact, it is kind of a prerequisite to be on something <laughs> when you're on the podcast. Right. And then they go, oh, okay. That's funny. I thought it would worry them more. Like, what am I going to say? No, no, no. Because, I mean, not that we're always drinking when we have these conversations, but generally speaking, there there is an option to indulge in something. Right, right. And usually that is what's happening, and that kind of... Uh, creates, this is a weird word to say, but lubrication for the conversation. Indeed. We are sitting in the living room of my apartment again, just to everybody knows. <laughs> it's not dark out yet, though. <laughs> That's right. It's not after it's dark It's not dark yet. out, but there are moving blankets covering the windows. <laughs> not at all creepy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but it's just, it's just interesting to see how, you know, how intoxicants can open up the mind to a certain degree. Yeah. And make yeah. conversations that are... Very deep and introspective, a lot easier. Yeah, right, right. Well, I don't. Maybe it's a couple of things together, but 
it seems to all be connected to the tension of the person in a sober state, Mm -hmm. you know, and how that person might navigate what they're navigating. Right. Something about, you know, uh, narcotics just seems to, you know, (laughs) level the playing field for Mm. everyone or something like that. You know what? Not for, not for everyone, but I, I was thinking of this yesterday. We, you know how long ago... I really wanted to talk about why we drink, and we just never got to it. We've mentioned it like four. Oh, I don't now that I'm editing, I've heard it several right. times, but got we just to. never actually talk about it. Yeah, we, just because something got, else comes we up. We skated around it for yeah. like we. It came up a few times, and then we right. and then we tangent tangentially went to. We a different could do topic. a session on drinking for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, as long as we're drinking. As long as we're drinking. While we do. <laughs> talk about it all day <laughs> i'll talk about drinking <laughs> so, so yesterday i was thinking like oh i what like what kind of drunk i am and of course this also goes back to thinking about the, the relationships i've had with with and when i say relationship i don't just mean romantic i mean just yeah you know, the relationships sure. in general that interpersonal I've had relationships right exactly of, of thank you many kinds thank you yeah um and how drinking you think that straight man knew the word interpersonal did you well <laughs> Since you date black women, you absolutely know intersectionality. So I figured right, right. <laughs> you you at least would know what that word means. Right. You're doing good. I promise. Thank you. Thank you. I'm actually, I, I identify as bisexual. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Let that sink in. <laughs> Let that drink in. And I can say that because I'm a Gemini. So I can say that. No, you can say it. <laughs> you can say it anyway. That's actually, that's really funny. <laughs> I just want to let the audience know that I thought that that joke was really funny. That's... Oh, appreciate you very much. Appreciate you. <laughs> and I laughed loudly at it. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so, oh my God, I love that for you. I love that for you. My least favorite phrase on earth. It's so patronizing. I love that for you. It's because love can't exist in solitude. <laughs> Love is necessarily between two people. No, no, no. You can love. No, you can love yourself. You can love yourself. And but it still has to go out and back in. Okay, it's maybe still perhaps. Love, you know, it's still an action. You know, I don't know how you would know. I don't even know why you would know to love yourself unless other people were around. Hmm. Other beings. Yeah. If there was a dog around, it would yeah. make me want to love myself just so I could be good to the dog. Right. Right. You know. Yes. True. Like, but like, I love that for you. That's not how fucking love works. You're, you're, you're slightly jazzed by whatever it is I just said. <laughs> I think we're interpreting that phrase very differently, but yeah, like, I'm like, I'm like actually cool. upset at it. Yeah. I, like you're actually angry. <laughs> yeah. 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 Misuse of the word love. It's so hard to find. Don't just pretend it's here. Yeah. You know, love love is not hard to find, but it very often comes in ways that we're not expecting and don't appreciate. Love is all around us. Yeah, it, it, but you have but you have to tap <laughs> you have to tap into it. It it might be at times. I think it is at times. At I'm times, not all around us, but you know. If you're if you're a spiritual person, the Obama inauguration, <laughs> there was love all around me. I was in Grant Park. Okay. All right, there was love all around you were me just in Grant Park. By black women, were like, oh my god, I'm just... heaven. I'm in... <laughs> I'm in downtown Chicago, where this black man ascended. All these women around here are in a good mood. <laughs> they all had hope. They all thought change was coming, and I'm just 
like here for it. And that's one of those like World War II photographs, except it's me making out with a black woman. That's right. And it's progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> dipping a black woman in, yeah, in your sailor outfit. Yeah. <laughs> no, it would be, it would, she'd be dipping me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The strong black woman. Would be dipping, <laughs> <laughs> would be dipping a, a weight like effortlessly. Yeah. One armed without even much effort at all. And yeah. I'd be like, oh my god. <laughs> Jufro. <laughs> yeah, right. Your hair's right. getting longer, so you're going to be little... Jufro soon again. I'm not letting it go froey. You know what I mean? It's, it's a kind bit... of half there already. It's pretty wavy. Yeah, wavy mm-hmm. for sure. My hair always gets a little wavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. My hair can pass. Well, Woo. not yet it can. Woo. Not yet it can. Sorry. Yeah, I, feel, I, feel, I should apologize for me making don't, that joke. You don't have to apologize. <laughs> no apologies needed. Well, I appreciate that, too. But, um, you know, I'm sure I will have to to someone that I know. Oh, probably. <laughs> I mean, all of us. Get also, so self get used to, get used to self-awareness and self-analysis. Get used to fracturing your mm-hmm. being, breaking it apart, putting it back together again. Right. Get used to apologizing. Get Absolutely. Used, get used genuinely. To, genuinely. Get yeah. used to saying, you know what? I fucked up. Right. There's so there's such a freedom that comes with being like with putting your hands up as if yeah. you're being stopped by the police right. and saying, I fucked up. Right. <laughs> oh my god, you had to bring the cops into this. I'm just saying. Oh my god. Usually when your hands are up and your palms are facing forward and your elbows are at your side, there's genuinely there's probably cops involved. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Is yeah. that just a me experience? No, absolutely. I thought you were gonna say something I did something wrong. I was like, wait! <laughs> Well, this story's supposed to go. Well, you know, so you don't have to be doing something wrong for the cops to show up. Right, you know exactly. what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, you know. Yeah. But yes, if you, the way you put your hands up is if you're. I think it. I think it's a an evolutionary thing. The same thing with smiling. I think evolutionarily, because we don't have fangs anymore, we're showing the other person that we're not a threat. Oh. So when a, when a dog or or something right. or a, an animal okay. with with incisors like grins or growls they're showing that they're dangerous yeah when humans do it when we smile right we're showing that we're not showing that we're manipulative (laughs) right (laughs) we're showing that the danger is in the mind exactly not in the physicality i don't have no fangs i don't have fangs see come on over see everything's fine The same thing with the same thing with putting our hands up hungry. is an instinct. Hungry, <laughs> oh my god, I'm so hungry. I made sandwiches. <laughs> They're made of you. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, the oh. same thing when we instinctually put our hands up with our palms facing forward and our elbows at our side. I think that's a, an evolutionary thing where we're showing we're unarmed, we're not dangerous. We don't have claws. Right, same thing right. with we don't have fangs, we don't have claws. Yeah, we're showing you that we're not dangerous. Right, right, right. So, but but. So the so the whole point is just like get used to to get used to apologizing, get used to saying you're sorry, yes. and doing it. Like I understand, I'm one of these people. I don't like apologizing, so mm. I try to I try to curb my behavior so that I don't do something I need to apologize for because okay. I hate it so much. I hate doing that. Don't ask me why. I just do. Mm. But what I have gotten used to is being like, you know, my bad. You know, like I, I fucked up. It's different for some reason. <laughs> my the, the way my brain works, it's different yeah. than saying I'm sorry. Mm. If you know what I mean, so, so it if, makes so, sense. It's it, like an appetizer portion. It's not a full meal. Not a full meal. Yeah, it's a snack. Yeah, not a meal. <laughs> you, just get like, you just get like the you know whatever you call it the crudité of my yes. my I'm sorry. Yes, the uh, the amouche bouche, <laughs> the crudité, the, the, the charcuterie board, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> all of the, right? the the tapas. You can have a few bites of the prosciutto, but <laughs> right. you're not having the pork shoulder. No. 
No, so I just... Of my sorry. Just get used to saying, like, my, you know, my bad, I fucked up. Um, right. You know, just, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I have got, I have gotten better at saying I'm sorry. And I, and I say it for little things. So if it ever comes to a bigger thing, I've practiced it. So, okay. uh, so I'm getting used to saying I'm sorry, but uh-huh. but not doing it in a in a way as a woman in the West. You for some reason we are expected to apologize for stuff that isn't our fault, mm-hmm. and we're expected to apologize all the time. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure I'm not doing that. I, right. I want to make sure I'm not taking on something that isn't my issue to appease right. people I get in you. the room. Okay. Don't right. do that because not that the, will set you back. Yeah, not the <laughs> habitual thing yes. that you learned that you want to get rid of. Right. Because you understand what it really means. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Je- it's not because it's not a genuine apology in a way. It's not no, and it takes all, it takes the meaning out of it. Yeah. If you're saying it for everything all the time that isn't your fault, right. then does it mean anything when something was your fault? Like right. not it's really. Getting out of trouble yourself when you shouldn't have been in trouble in the first place. Mm-hmm. And so it's acknowledging the trouble in a way that you that isn't right that you don't deserve. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. So so just understand that. Because yeah. there are people out there who are like, I don't have a problem. I apologize all the time. Right. So you're probably doing that and taking on something that isn't your issue. Yeah. I did a lot of that growing up. I did over-apologizing and people-pleasing mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that that I remember internalizing a lot. And, uh, you know, I still probably do it in certain circumstances just because I haven't really, you never really kind of shake everything. Also, you're in customer service. So yeah. it's just part of the thing that you do, you, that you're right. expected to do. Right. Just, but you know. if anything, I think that if you stay in customer service after a while, and if you are hopefully, you know, self-aware, you'll start to pay attention to different kinds of circumstances, different ways to apologize, mm-hmm. whether one is actually necessary. Mm-hmm. Maybe you might actually learn more about it. Mm. Not necessarily, but there's probably a chance. Yeah, maybe. You no. Know. Interesting. Apologies. Yeah, there's. we're going to get into a... I, I would suggest, actually, if you don't mind, if we take a quick break at some point coming up soon and then do a whole session on drinking. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I want to say that... Um, Maybe five more minutes, yeah, and then and then whatever. we can take our break and come. I'm I'm just looking at the time. I'm trying to just be like, okay, an hour. You absolutely. Know, have an, an hour eat an episode. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't mean to like to say like it's really now, but I'm gonna wait five minutes because I'm nice. I meant genuinely like I okay. wanted to just put the 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 thought in there for yes. however we finish this session up. Yes. Because I know white people can't be trusted, but I really meant what I said there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I get it. I get it. I, Especially I, when saying nice things that might not be nice. Right. <laughs> Fit right into that wheelhouse. That's, no, of course it's fine. And it's not at all. <laughs> it is not at all fine. Five minutes is great. And as and the thing is, as a man, you're, that's not expected. I mean, you're not in the Midwest anymore, so maybe like in the Midwest, even as a man, that that's expected of you. But mm. on the East Coast, that that's not really expected of you as a man. Right. As right. a woman, it is. Right. Well, it's so interesting to me that, too, because New York, although it is not like the rest of the country... It's still America. 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 Three M's. America. America. Yeah, yeah. And three M's and three K's. Remember? We talked about this. Yeah. Yep. America. And, and no vowels at all. You just guess. M M M R K K K. No, there's a vowel at the end. A. Yeah. America. No, there's no A. You just know it. America. You just know, you just know it. Okay. America. 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 Mm-hmm. But, um, what, what was the thing? <laughs> As a man, you're... Oh, it's... Yeah, it's American culture. Like, there's... To me, I still see this as a Protestant, puritanical country. Okay. Even even, the, on the, even on the East Coast? On the North East Coast? At its foundation, I think so, too, just because of, like, especially a lot of the ways that, that um, 
people in in so many liberal communities are still very conservative when it comes to issues of sex Ooh. and gender mm-hmm. and um, and race to a degree as well. But like you know, all all of those are very foundational, mm-hmm. and so that energy I still think is very much a part of the idea that you're not supposed to talk about certain things. Mm. Maybe Catholics also do the same thing. I don't know. Maybe they do, but I bet you it's just a style difference. Mm. You know. But I still, I still view that as like something that feels different when I go visit my family in Tel Aviv. It's like, I remember seeing a video on, on Israeli television, uh, a commercial for jeans, for Levi jeans in Tel Aviv that I was like, this would never air in the United States. Why? It was uh, two one night stands ending at the same time. And uh, you see a, um, a guy walking out of uh, the woman's apartment where he was in and then you don't even know it's a woman's apartment, but at that time, it's like also Tel Aviv is a very gay city. So you have no oh. idea the gender of either other person. Okay. But there's a, a man getting out of an apartment putting his while putting his jeans on. And then a, a other door opens and a woman gets out of the other apartment putting her jeans on. And they walk out together just as like, you know, they were both doing it at the same time. And it was just a jeans commercial. That was like 1997. Oh, 95. okay. Wow. Okay. You know, like, and I was like 12 when I saw it. Wow. It was just on TV. Okay. During the day. Sure, yeah. No, keep going. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, just all of that was just like. During, in the middle of a cartoon. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Went back to the Israeli door of the Explorer. Yeah. Right after that. You know? <laughs> I mean, she really explores. You know? <laughs> 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 yeah. It always felt like that. It always felt more open sexually. Wow. Um, and, and to many things in terms of gender as well, in Tel Aviv. Aviv for sure outside wow. of Israel in, in the rest of Israel I don't know okay but Tel Aviv was uh, m- felt much more liberal than New York City to me so I think that that is a commercial that not, would not air on um, network television but that's that feels like a commercial that could air on streaming on YouTube on streaming ne- services yeah now. now that that exists now yes if you're watching like the Late Late Show or something yeah. anyway they'll be like wow yeah who cares? yeah no they're yeah they're probably uh, about to fuck anyway. And then, but the and the and the company who did it would know how um, how like anger marketing. It's not it's not called anger marketing, but it's like so it's it's a specific phrase that translates to riling someone up so something becomes viral. Like they would do that on purpose. They would uh, they wouldn't go yeah, oh right, this is right, this is a course. good this is a good commercial for a gene company. They would right. go people are going to flip out yeah, yeah, about exactly, this, exactly. and then it's go- that's what's going to make us right the manufactured famous. outrage. Yeah, man- yeah, 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 exactly. Right. Manufactured outrage is is why they would put that commercial out. Right, right, right. It's a whole different thing that didn't really exist that effectively in '95 yet. Mm-hmm. It's been practiced now for at least 20 years mm-hmm. and um yeah we're definitely in that phase right now yeah but i mean yeah in general like i think there's a high level of conservatism like in society on both parties when it comes to deeper social issues like abortion and women's rights and gender and sexuality and race that when you really take all the liberals, bleeding heart liberals that <laughs> most of them when they really tell you the truth they're going to be like that's not a woman no, you know what I mean? uh, liberals. We're, are, we're talking about the get out liberals, right? <laughs> we're talking about the on the surface liberals. Yeah. But really, they are they are overcorrecting for the conservatism that actually exists within within them. That's what, what we're saying. I think yeah, either that or um, or even maybe they think they're overcorrecting for the conservatism that's in society. Like yeah, they, yeah. It's not even in them. They haven't even gone there yet. They're yeah. like. I don't even know, <laughs> but this is what I'm supposed to do because I, you know, 
I go to art shows and dance things, and that's that's what people who go to dance shows are supposed to believe. Yeah. But they don't really know why they think it. They don't even know why it matters to think about, why it's important to think about these issues, because yeah. there's so much change that our society could benefit from, I think, from just accepting people that most society doesn't understand yet. Yeah. There's so many good things that could come from it. Like what? Uh, men understanding each, uh, themselves better, for one. And how, would, <laughs> and, and how would that benefit society? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, learn to start emotional warfare like women. Hey, why gotta be negative, though? Why can't it be positive? I couldn't help myself. Oh, yeah, well. <laughs> you, you did the voice and crossed your arms. I couldn't help myself. I was like, I'm in class again. Let me fix this. <laughs> That's the way my brain works, or my brain has learned to work, because I used to be the, like, oh, there's a, there's an inherent posit- there's an inherent benefit to whatever it is we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. That inherent benefit is just, like, other people should just know it without me having to explain it to them. And yeah. I was like, no, 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 actually, that doesn't work. Why? Right? So right. Because that's what that's what the other side's going to say. It's like, mm-hmm. diversity is good. That's what you say on the left. And the right's going to go, why? Yeah. So, like, if we haven't thought about it exactly. to be able to explain it to them, it's yeah. not going to, it's not, not to see that explaining it is going to make it any better. Sure. <laughs> but at least the best, we. The only chance. It's the only chance we have. Yeah. So we need to actually think about the things that, that we value and right. that we're, and the propaganda that we're trying to put out there and go, mm. wait, wait, wait. Is number one is what we're saying actually true? Yeah. And two, if it is true, why is it beneficial? Right. And I don't know that enough of us have done that work. Right. Right. Well, I mean, I think first of all, it's the first reason I mentioned it being beneficial is a reason that I brought up men that um, this group, you know, my group doesn't think it needs much help. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of already, we, you know what I mean? The first thing already, there's going to be an issue. Okay. It's already Israel Palestine <laughs> because it's like you can't even agree on what happened and whether it is a problem or not. Yeah. And so that's hugely foundational in terms of someone seeing the way that their emotional life grows and exists not being a problem when it does cause a lot of other people problems around them is the first step, I guess, mm-hmm. to understanding even why um, figuring out trans rights and and, um, and uh, topics around gender, why it's important to understand as much as you can about it. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't even know why it was important and they would the men would disagree that there was a problem in the first place. Right. The idea that they need help from this group is like incredibly insulting. And <laughs> and that's 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 the new strategy that the right is using to try and strip uh, trans rights away from people is saying trans people aren't even real. Mm-hmm. This is not this is not an actual problem. Yeah. You know everybody like gender and sex are the same thing. So people who think they're trans are not. Right. So we don't even have to deal with it. Right. 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 You know, and yeah. it's like that's like how do you have a conversation where the other side is going that's not real. Right. You're talking about fairies, and the other side is going fairies aren't real. We right. don't need to have this conversation. Right. Well, it's odd for that side to say that something isn't real. When they're making, Already, when, when they're, they're creating, their when they're creating, on a regular basis. but also they're creating laws around, you're creating laws around something that isn't real. That's yeah. interesting. <laughs> how do you, like, how do you defend that? Yeah, because it's a real problem. <laughs> it's it. <laughs> fake people, real problems. <laughs> fake people. <laughs> Audience. Vote for me. Fake people, real problems. <laughs> All these fake people are creating real problems for you. <laughs> okay. Like, how do, you, how do you defend that? This is making me want to sell the script that I wrote so much now. It's all about that. <laughs> mm. I'm just going to, yeah, just a quick little plug for myself there. Okay. But yeah. Like, yeah. 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 It's really like, um, 
the alternative facts thing, I think, was such a significant moment, you know? Oh, my, Kellyanne Conway, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, she was the when pivot she, queen. When she, when yeah. she let that cat out of the bag, the alternative yeah. facts cat, uh-huh. out of that bag. Huge cat. <laughs> Huge cat. That Tiny cat little bag. <laughs> Huge cat, skinny-ass little bag. So little bag. <laughs> so much cat. There's just so much so cat. So much cat. <laughs> Even though she had a cat that size. Just really. In that little bag. Oh, my God. <laughs> The amount of cat in that bag that she let out. Yeah, and and, yeah. and and we've just been going with that ever since. Yeah, right, right. And you just watched her face. I loved. I kind of want to watch it again today at some point. Just like watching Anderson Cooper laugh mm-hmm. while watching it is just one of my favorite things. He's just laughing and going, "I'm sorry, this is just so stupid." Yeah, it's just so stupid. And yeah. then like everybody's on board. Yeah, entire yep. group of people are like, "How come we never thought of that?" <laughs> This is brilliant. Could use it on my math teacher when I was in fifth grade. Yeah. That's what I think they'd be like in the tar teach their kids that like four plus four is actually seven. Yeah. You have answers. I have alternative answers. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Oh mm-hmm. my God. Yeah. Well, we are going to refresh our glasses Absolutely. and refresh our minds and refresh our bladders most likely. And hope for an apology from the construction workers. Uh, you're, listen. <laughs> Through the wall. It is what it is, man. <laughs> right, right, right. I am actually surprised because this building is so old, you would think that you wouldn't hear the construction going on, but maybe this, mm. maybe the materials are so solid that that is helping the sound travel through them. <laughs> it's just an instrument. I live in an instrument. It's that artistic. Yeah. But yeah, we will uh, we'll be back mm-hmm. next week. Thank you so much for joining us. I just now realized that we did not introduce ourselves, so no, let us, let us um, out-introduce ourselves. Out-introduce. <laughs> Yeah. Um, th- thank you so much for joining us on Everything's Fine. Everything's Fine. With Georgia. Yoni. Yoni's here too. Yep. Um, I exist. You exist. He exists, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know how he is, but we know everything's fine with Georgia. Work in uh, progress. Work in progress. <laughs> We're going to come back uh, a little bit older and a little bit drunker. Yep. <laughs> Indeed, that's how time works. All right. Specifically for us, that is you how heard time it works. Here. Time and math. <laughs> Come to the show for accuracy. You do. For facts and alternative facts. Yep. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank, you, thank you. you as well. Grassy ass. Grassy ass. <laughs>